Yisrael Shaston here, Israel Uncensored on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. It is Monday, the 22nd of May, 2023, the 2nd of Sivan 5783, coming to you this morning from Jerusalem, eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. I am just outside the walls of the old city, and this past Thursday and Friday, we celebrated Jerusalem Day, commemorating the liberation of the city of Jerusalem along with Judea, Samaria, the Golan Heights, and other parts of the land of Israel. Big celebration here in the capital city. Thousands and thousands of young people and others singing and dancing in the streets of Jerusalem, waving the Israeli flag. It was a spectacular, spectacular sight. And even with all the haters along the parade route, you know, there are people who come out and are hoping that they're going to see some of these young people proudly waving the Israeli flag, that they're going to see them start up or carry out violence or attack reporters or attack Arabs or whatnot. And you're talking about, I don't know, rough estimates, 50,000 people. I would say there were over 100,000, if not 150,000 or 200,000 people in the streets. And you have people here who are just monitoring the parade hoping and one of the funniest reports i saw was uh, i think it was a bbc journalist wearing a military grade protective helmet doing a report from just outside shar shem so-called damascus gate and it looked like he was somewhere in the ukraine getting ready to run down to the bomb shelters the way he was describing the situation. And yeah, there were a few, you know, you have hundreds of thousands of people. There's less violence at these parades celebrating the liberation of our city in Jerusalem than there are at an NFL football game. I'm telling you. But, you know, the world media is here. The cameras are on. The so-called liberal or left-wing organizations are on hand to document to look after the Jews and document what they're, what they're seeing, what's going on. And so there were some sticks from the flagpoles that were thrown. And we can condemn that. That's fine. You shouldn't be throwing flagpoles at journalists or at anybody. But the way it was portrayed, <laughs> the BBC made it look like it was a war zone where they had to run for shelter with their helmets and their vests on as if these teens who were just celebrating the liberation of our capital was some sort of imminent, dangerous threat to them and to the people around them. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. But, you know, that's a sidebar. Overall, huge festivities, 56 years since the illegal Jordanian occupation ended. And we celebrated on Thursday and on Friday. And now we're headed to the Last holiday in the series of holiday holidays, remember it started back over Passover, and then we had Holocaust Martyrs uh, Memorial Day, as well as Israel's Memorial Day, Independence Day, Lagba Omer, Jerusalem Day, and now Shavuot, celebrating receiving of the Torah. So it's a pretty amazing time here in Israel filled with emotions, both the highs and the lows and everything in between. 
and we are about to, I guess, officially hit the summer season here, which for me is beach season. I like to spend most Fridays on the beach here in Israel. And, um, and let's hope for good things. Let's hope for quiet. And on that note, let's get to the news, because that is the order of the day here on Israel Uncensored. This just came in this morning. Report from Arut Sheva Israel National News. The IDF and Border Police operating in Samaria last night eliminated three terrorists after a gun battle broke out during an Israeli security sweep. Israeli troops were looking to arrest one to terrorists. Three bad guys, three terrorists were killed in the Balata neighborhood of Shechem. That's in northern Samaria. Four others injured in exchange of fire to them seriously. IDF soldiers entered Balata during the night, arrested, arresting several wanted terrorists, confiscating weapons, and taking down a laboratory for the production of explosive charges. As I mentioned during the operation, terrorists opened fire. No injuries. Thank God no injuries amongst our troops. In a separate operation, Israeli forces in Jenin arrested three wanted suspects. Terrorists during that operation hurled an explosive device and fired at the soldiers who responded with live fire. Military-grade equipment also confiscated in that operation. Yesterday evening, an Israeli soldier was lightly injured in a car-ramming attack in the village of Khawara. Of course, we've seen a lot of violence carried out by Arabs in Khawara over the last several months. It's also near Shechem. IDF forces launched a manhunt for the terrorist who fled the scene in his vehicle, and it's only a matter of time before the terrorist is caught. I am sure that his license plate was caught on a surveillance camera. He will be identified, and he will be caught. I have no doubt about that. About that it's just a matter of time. The Israeli who was lightly wounded evacuated stable condition to Balenson Hospital in Petah Tikva. So that just happened. All of that happened over the last... 12, 13 hours or so here in Israel, as I'm recording here on Monday morning. Um, yesterday morning, because it was still in the uh, spirit of Jerusalem Day, Yom Yerushalayim, Israel's uh, cabinet, government cabinet, met. They had their weekly Sunday meeting in the Kotel Tunnels in the tunnels outside of the western, just outside the western wall, where all the excavations and archaeology showing our 3,000-year-plus connection to the city of Jerusalem can be found. So Prime Minister Netanyahu led that meeting in the old city yesterday. He said that the Jewish people have been in Jerusalem for thousands of years and will remain for thousands of years sorry, will remain for thousands more. This was a direct response, by the way, to what we talked about last week, PA President Mahmoud Abbas, his recent claim that Israel is lying about his historic ties to the city. Abbas said that Israel and the Jews do not have a connection to the Temple Mount. He said that the eastern part of the city is part of the PA, and by the way, he also compared Jews to Nazis, did Mahmoud Abbas, our so-called peace partner. Netanyahu said yesterday it should be, pro- be, it should be brought to his attention 
We are holding a special cabinet meeting in honor of Jerusalem at the foot of the Temple Mount, that on which King Solomon built the first temple of the Jewish people. And again, should be brought to Abbas's attention, the heart of the historic state of Israel, the city of David, was here 3,000 years ago. So symbolic meeting there by Israel's cabinet. Uh, they also approved a 60 million shekel budget uh, to make renovations uh, on the infrastructure, upgrade the infrastructure there in the area of the Western Wall. Also earmarking some of that budget for archaeology and educational activities. Yes, our so-called peace partner, Mahmoud Abbas, Holocaust denier, denier of Jewish history in Israel and Jerusalem. Uh, but somehow we keep, you know, even after all the rhetoric, we can still consider him to be our peace partner. Thank God we are not in any sort of negotiations with him. But I know if it were up to the Biden administration, we'd be negotiating to give away half of our country, including parts of Jerusalem, to this so-called peace partner of ours. And please, God, we will never, ever get to a point where we want to sit down with him in an official capacity ever again. Every concession Israel makes only brings more and more terrorism to our country. And Mahmoud Abbas, the Holocaust denier, does not deserve a seat at the table. The, the denier of the Holocaust and the denier of Jewish history. He is not our partner for peace. Abbas and the rest of his PA cronies should be given a one-way ticket out of here. I've only been saying that now for, I don't know, what is it, 30 years or so? Um, but somehow that doesn't seem to be uh, on the agenda in the near future. Speaking of Israel's holy sites, the holiest site in all of Judaism is not the Western Wall, by the way. It is the Temple Mount above. JNS reports here that during a visit to the Temple Mount on Sunday, Israeli National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir said that despite Hamas threats, Israel remains sovereign, the sovereign of the holy site. He said, I'm happy to go up to the Temple Mount, the most important place for the people of Israel. The Otsma Yudit Party head said in a statement, should be noted, he said, the police are doing a wonderful job here and once again prove who owns the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. All the threats from Hamas will not help, and we are owners of Jerusalem and the whole land of Israel, he continued. So Itamar Ben-Gvir stating which should be the reality and which should be obvious that Judaism and Jerusalem are part of the history of the Jewish people. And with the state of Israel, we should be the sovereign on the Temple Mount. I'll get, to, I'll get back to that in just a second. But the United States uh, government, via their embassy here in Israel, expressed, according to Times of Israel, deep misgivings about Ben-Gvir's provocative visit to the Temple Mount Sunday, chiding the minister for using what they say was inflammatory rhetoric and politicizing the holy site. Statement from the, uh, oh, it actually came from the State Department spokesman, Matthew Miller. Oh, no, in addition, sorry, Matthew Miller of the State Department. So the embassy made a comment, and then Matthew Miller spoke out against um, Ben Gvir. And also, and we'll get to this later on, he also bashed Israel for lifting a ban on Israelis to enter the area of the former 
Jewish community of Chomesh, and that's, that's in northern Samaria, paving the way for a return to Chomesh and rebuilding a formal community there. Chomesh, one of the four communities, dismantled as part of the 2005 expulsion of Jews from Gush Katif, the rest of Gaza, and northern Samaria. Well, things are about to change now that the IDF has signed an order saying that Jews are allowed to be in Chomesh. There is a yeshiva there. The yeshiva can stay based on this order. And perhaps, perhaps one day the community itself will be rebuilt. And we'll get to that just a little bit later. But going back to Itamar Ben-Gvir and the, his visit to the Temple Mount yesterday, number one, this shouldn't even be news. Of course it's news. But a Jew going up to the Temple Mount, our holiest site, should just be a natural occurrence. And of course, the Israel haters turn around and they say that he stormed the Al-Aqsa, the same blood libel that's been used for the past 100 years. They always say, we Jews are storming the Al-Aqsa. Of course, not saying the words Temple Mount. We're storming it. We're trying to burn down. They make all kinds of crazy accusations. We're trying to burn down the mosque or whatnot as their kids are up there on this supposed holy site, right, playing soccer and running amok and dumping garbage up there on the Temple Mount. If you've ever been, you can go see it for yourselves. But I do disagree with the minister on one of his points. He said that we are the sovereign on the Temple Mount, and I wish that were true. But until Jews can pray freely in the open on the Temple Mount, we aren't truly sovereign up there. The world doesn't want us to pray up there. And a lot of the world doesn't recognize the Jewish right to the Temple Mount. And of course, we talked about Mahmoud Abbas claiming there weren't any temples in, the, in Jerusalem. And of course, the Jews are Nazis, he said. But until we approach this from a point of strength and exercise our rights to go up to the Temple Mount and pray up there, a small event like this, a government minister going up, will always become a big deal. That is our reality. His visit is not news. But yes, it is news. It has become news. And in some cases, top story all over the world just because a Jew decides to go visit the holy site and all of Judaism. That's where we are, folks. Uh, we'll stick on uh, Itamar Ben-Gvir right now. This came out this morning uh, from Israel National News, Arucheva. Minister Ben-Gvir, uh, Minister of National Security, he visited the Israeli-Arab town of Tuba, Zangaria, early Monday morning, together with the police commissioner, as part of a special operation in northern Israel targeting Arab gangs who are extorting businesses with protection rackets. Sixteen people were arrested on suspicion of extortion as part of the raids on multiple Arab towns in the Galilee. And Ben-Gvir said this, when he was elected to this job, he said he was going to crack down on violence and crime in the Arab sector. And this, to me, looks like the very beginning. This looks like the beginning of this operation. I don't know what the story is with this National Guard that we were supposed to have here, which Ben Gvir wanted. I don't know where that holds. Is it a budgetary, budgetary issue? I thought it was already approved. I don't know what's going on. But during a uh, media briefing this morning, Ben Gvir vowed a total war against organized crime. And that is why I've been saying this for a long time. At the end of the day, I think the Arabs are going to thank 
Minister Ben-Gvir, even though everyone calls him a right-wing extremist and all the other things, I think they are going to thank him. If, it, if at the end of the day he can bring down the crime rate, he can bring down the homicide rate, and all the other bad stuff going on, especially in the Arab sector, he will be thanked and respected and praised. Maybe he'll even get some votes in the next uh, election from the Arab sector if he's able to get the situation and the lawlessness uh, under control uh, up there in the Galilee. We will see what happens. Now, I talked about Homish before. So this is what happened. This is the latest news reported here by JNS. Uh, Major General Yehuda Fuchs. Is it Fuchs or Fox? or It's uh, spelled here F-U-C-H-S. Could be Fuchs. I saw it spelled the other way as well, as in Fox. He's the head of the IDF Central Command, which oversees military operations in Judea and Samaria. He signed an order, as I mentioned before, allowing Israelis to be present in the town, or what was the town of Chomesh, one of the four Jewish communities in northern Samaria, evacuated uh, during the 2005 so-called disengagement. The order, which was shared on social media on Saturday night by Minister Batal Smotrich, placed the area of Chomesh under the jurisdiction of the Samaria Regional Council. This happened because Defense Minister Yoav Gallant last week instructed Fuchs to sign the order that ended the ban on Jews living in Chomesh. Right now, there is a yeshiva there, which has been always under the threat of destruction. Looks like the yeshiva is going to remain, and perhaps perhaps the community will be rebuilt, along with the other three communities, Nur, Ganim, and Kadim, which were destroyed um, in northern Samaria. And please God, one day, the 21 communities of Gush Katif in Gaza, the Jewish communities there, will be re- rebuilt as well. This whole story started in March when the Knesset repealed articles of the law banning Israelis from entering and residing in those four communities. So originally the Knesset repealed the articles, and then because this ultimately is a situation involving the IDF, this week the IDF went along with it as well and signed this document indicating that Jews are allowed to go to Chomesh. So we will see what happens. We'll see if this leads to rebuilding, at least in this case, at least one of the four northern Sumerian communities and undoing one of the most terrible, one of the worst mistakes Israel has ever made, aside perhaps from signing the dreaded Oslo Accords, was the evacuation and expulsion of all the Jews from Gaza, exhuming the bodies of all those buried there, along with the four communities in the northern Shomron. So, um, we'll see what happens. And this was all for peace, right? All for promises of peace. 2005, expelling all the Jews from these areas. And what do we get from Gaza? Tens of thousands of rockets. Northern Samaria, a little bit different because why? Because the IDF still has access to those areas. So why do we take out take down those communities in the first place? I have no idea. Who knows? Either way, pulling Jews out of Gaza and northern Samaria, huge mistake. And as I just said, maybe, just maybe this is the start of the reversal of that terrible decision. Arguably, one of the worst decisions in Israel's history. 
We'll wait and see. But the yeshiva is there. So it is a start. And this order signed by the IDF is another step in the right direction. Um, finishing off with several positive, more by this, that was positive, but some other, some other positive stories. Number one is Israel's women's rhythmic gymnastics team. They won a gold medal in Baku, Azerbaijan, on Sunday. I don't understand rhythmic gymnastics, but according to this report here, they won something called the Five Hoops event at the European Championship. Israelis winning other medals as well, silvers and bronze. Israel is doing great in rhythmic gymnastics. We exceed rhythmic gymnastics and judo, and I think maybe... Uh, uh, Windsurfing, I think these are like the top sports where Israel excels around the world. At the same time, Israel won the junior all-around gold medal at the European Rhythmic Gymnastics Championship. So it looks like the, uh, the, the main division and the junior division, um, at least on the women's side here, I don't know, is there a men's side? I don't know if there's a men's side in this sport, but... Both the main draw and the juniors looks like Israel fared very, very, very well, coming home with a lot of gold. Uh, one last report here, some positive news, and this is a direct, uh, direct message to the BDS Israel haters here. Uh, reported by Israel 21C, a molecular mechanism that leads to accelerated cognitive Deterioration in females with Alzheimer's disease was described for the first time by neuroscience researchers from the Hebrew University of Jerusalem in a journal called Alzheimer's and Dementia, the Journal of the Alzheimer's Association. Alzheimer's, the leading cause of dementia, disproportionately affects women in whom the disease progresses faster than in men. What's more, current therapeutic drugs to delay symptoms, uh, symptom progression cause more severe side effects in women. So there was a study here by these uh, professors at Hebrew University. They discovered a direct link. Again, this is out of my league in terms of the medical side of it. A direct link between a family of mitochondrial originated RNA fragments and the rate of dementia progression in women. The findings indicate that severe Depletion of mitochondrial RNA fragments inherited from the mother and the affected brain nuclei correlates with the rapid deterioration of cognitive abilities in women with Alzheimer's. And maybe some of you out there understand what I'm talking about. But the point of the matter is, is this discovery was made affecting women with Alzheimer's. Okay, this link was made, discovered here by... Hebrew University and the scientists there. And why is this so important? Um, those behind the study say that the implications for the viability of treating Alzheimer's symptoms with RNA-based therapies, which have emerged in recent years, show that there is a way forward. Here, one of the doctors or professors quoted here said, with this discovery, we can take a crucial step forward in developing drugs suitable for women suffering from this devastating condition and pave the way 
for optimal care and support for Alzheimer's patients and their families. And that last paragraph did a better job summing it up than I can because of this, uh, the scientific nature behind all of this. But the bottom line is here, research being done in Israel, Hebrew University, with other partners as well, could please God lead to developing drugs for women, which will alleviate the symptoms of Alzheimer's for the patients, for the families. All of this is positive news. So if these treatments move forward and if these drug drugs prove to be effective as a result of the research and you're a BDS anti-Israel hater out there and you have a loved one suffering from Alzheimer's and you don't know what to do and the only thing you can do is perhaps take a drug developed based on research which came out of Israel do not take that drug. Do not give your loved one that drug. Sit and suffer in silence because if you do take the drug, then you are a hypocrite. If you're a BDS anti-Israel hater and you want to stick it to the man, you want to stick it to the Israel, the one and only democracy in the Middle East, the Jewish state of Israel, if you want to stick it to us, then don't be a hypocrite. Go all the way and do not take anything produced in the state of Israel, do not utilize our technologies, our medicines, any of the other amazing things that show that Israel is a light unto the nations, so many different technologies improving the lives of thousands and thousands, if not millions of people in Africa and all over the world. Don't be a hypocrite, folks. Stick to your guns and keep on boycotting Israel. Keep on doing it. And do not take any of our medicines, which will improve the condition of life and quality of life. Nobody likes hypocrite, folks. So stay strong, you anti-Israel haters. And that's going to do it for today. Another edition of Israel Uncensored on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. My name is Josh Hasten for the 22nd of May, 2023, the 2nd of Sivan. Again, getting ready for Shavuot, the holiday of Shavuot this Friday outside of Israel. It's Friday and, Sh and Shabbat, Friday and Saturday, commemorating Israel, the nation of Israel, receiving the Torah on Har Sinai um, and many other things as well. But we're not going to get into all the details of the holiday, customary to eat dairy foods, not going to get into it, but go online, do some homework, look up Shavuot, or listen, I bet you some of the other wonderful hosts here on the Land of Israel Network we'll be discussing the holiday in depth. So check it out. Big shout out to Tabitha Epstein for everything she does behind the scenes. Ben Bresky, engineer extraordinaire. Get in touch with me during the week. Josh at thelandofisrael.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, your social media platform of choice. Happy to uh, read some of your comments on the air. Happy to get back to you. Let me know what you think of the show. Love it, hate it. What should we be talking about more? Who do you want to see um, interviewed on the program? Let me know. Most importantly, everyone out there in the wonderful world of ours, have a great week coming to you again from just outside the old... I can literally see the old city walls of Jerusalem from where I'm sitting right now. Have a wonderful week. Chag Shavuot Sameach to everyone celebrating. Be safe. Shalom, shalom from Jerusalem eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Have a great week, everyone.
This is Eve Harrow for the Land of Israel Network, hearing views and interviews with fascinating people, some well-known, others homegrown, about places I guide, ideas I have to get you thinking too. It's about the land. It's about my people. It's about our collective journey. Rejuvenation with Eve Harrow on the Land of Israel Network. Listen in. Share the ride.